0: Start Patrick. What do we want Sarah, to Sarah, have, uh,
1: d- have you found any classified documents in your garage <laughs> there or your uh, den or in Dan's car? Well, I
0: mean, um, are you
1: kidding me with this? I'm
0: you know what? I'm cooperating with the government, I'm being very okay. forthcoming. Oh, yeah, you
1: turned them over right away. I, I turned you them, sent I'm, them to archives. Uh, yes,
0: I'm you had, you,
1: you had your attorneys who had top secret clearance I, somehow. Yeah, randomly found top secret documents. Basically, everywhere they looked. What a what a what a disaster! Both.
0: I mean. Okay, tell one, me, tell me. A lot of people think this is really bad for him.
1: It is bad. It, it basically. Trump's off the hook. On the documents. Do
0: you think this is so odd? I mean, what are the cha- What are the chances? I mean, no, wait a minute. There's a. It, okay, keep going.
1: Oh, and then you got like you know people pundits and and, and so you know, democratic you know so called uh, operatives or spokespersons trying to say you know well it's different you know Trump didn't turn them over and he was fighting with the you know the FBI and Yacht. it doesn't matter it doesn't matter you know this has been a communication disaster for the White House uh oh yeah we we turned them over immediately they were in the biden center we're all good well wait a second we found some more okay well well wait a second we found them in a garage next to a corvette but they were locked in the garage oh okay oh well we found five more what and by the way these are the issues where he's being let down by his his spokesperson um and just I, special counsel now, and you know, I, it's just it basically. And
0: why do you for think all intents
1: purposes it lets Trump off the hook?
0: Why do you think um, that that his spokesperson is letting him down? Why? Because they're just so confused in the messaging, and yeah, you, well, isn't that? You know,
1: maybe maybe she's doing the best she can with the dribs and the drabs of information she's getting, she's getting pounded at the podium, doesn't have answers. You know, Um, there was very little transparency from the beginning of this. Uh, They, you know, they came out and, and, and said, or basically said that it was over. They cooperated. Once they found the documents, they immediately called the FBI and the archives and, but it's like more and more. And, you know, frankly, as the VP, he can't, he can't declassify stuff where Trump could technically as the president. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's, a, it's, a. but here's the thing. Do people care? Um, that, that's the question I keep I asking myself. Do. Does anyone really care that he had classified information or is this more of a Twitter media? journalistic yo know.
0: no i think you do i think if you follow politics to any degree i think you do because to your point how do you how do you charge i mean maybe they do charge trump but um and you know no i mean i, I know no way. i know and i mean doesn't There's this lend a,
1: Well, if you charge trump you're charging biden
0: i so and didn't we talk about this? We talked about this on our podcast when the Trump when Trump's classified documents came out. You know, to some degree, he I believe former President Obama was found with some, but sure, you know, maybe they were at the time while he was still president. Anyway, I don't think it's as rare as like everybody makes it out to be. It seems like these presidents are allowed to take some documents, then maybe they take ones yeah, they're not supposed and, to.
1: You, know, you could you could try to make the argument that, you know, when Biden found it out or his people found out, they turned him over, unlike Trump. But really, at the end of the day, you know, he had classified documents that he probably should not have had in what appears to be at least three different locations, one in a garage or a set in a garage. There's no record of who had access to the gara- that garage or to, to the Biden Center, similar to the Mar-a-Lago, obviously. Um, I don't know, it's just, you know, the optics aren't great. Uh, you know, and it's also at a time where, you know, the jobs reports have been pretty good. Inflation is still up at 6.5% versus prior year, but down month to month, I believe, three consecutive months. Biden's approval rating, I believe, has reached uh, to the level it did, I believe, October of 20, maybe. No, no, he wasn't president, 21, maybe. Or at at some point in his first year was 46%, I believe. So he has some momentum going, right? Um, The Republicans are in chaos. Yeah, you know, we talked about that last week. It's it's unfortunate for him that this is this is occurring because he did have some he did have some momentum. But that's why I say do people care? Like does the average Joe, no pun intended, <laughs> do do they care? Like
0: um, I, I don't know. You you seem is to think no, idiot? but I, I don't know. I think I, I don't know. I well, I think the like, average American who pays zero attention to politics has no idea what's going It does not care, right? I, I don't think – but I think beyond Twitter, people that even loosely follow politics, I mean, I think people are aware of the fact like, okay, well, then you can't – I mean, there would be like such outrage now if you, Trump, if you charge Trump and you don't charge uh, Biden, although there is now a special investigation on Biden –
1: um special counsel
0: special counsel i had this
1: argument with some you know another special counsel because you don't want it to you don't want the perception to, to appear that you're being partisan when you investigate biden and or trump you know maybe i'm naive but to me the doj should do his job merrick garland should do his job his people should do their jobs do you need a special counsel on everything it's like what do we have the doj for right I I, I I just feel like Merrick Garland's a little weak as an attorney general. Uh, just, uh, in, yeah, yeah,
0: like just investigate. Let's go. Do your job. I mean, I mean, now, how we many need
1: special counsels from all over the place that'll spend you know millions and millions and millions of dollars, and at the end of the day, they're not going to do anything anyway. Yeah, when are you going to charge Biden in office? No. Are you going to charge Trump now, based on what? What's going on with Biden and he's a presidential candidate again? No, you're not. You're not. You're going to slap him on the hand, both of them, and you're going to say, go at it. So, like, what Um, are we doing here? Do
0: you believe Joe Rogan's quote that this was a inside Democrat job to get rid of Joe Biden?
1: No. Well, who knows? I I don't don't think he has any basis for that
0: I, I don't it is so interesting either,
1: yeah. the timing it's interesting that attorneys were the ones that found the documents um I'm not sure it gets rid of Joe Biden though like so no because to your point th-
0: do that many people care do an are enough people outrage all right you know it's yeah
1: it, it just cracks me up though like I was <laughs> I've seen like memes and clips of the view you know that sunny woman trying to claim that this was a Republican oh it's so hot or Joy Bayar saying isn't it isn't it crazy they found these you know the is this a Repu-? Republicans didn't go into Joe Biden's garage and plant documents or into the Biden Center like what are you talking about um so wow. uh, we'll see my sense it, it goes away. We're not talking about the Trump documents much anymore, or we weren't until now the Biden documents have been found. Um,
0: Yeah, I know. (laughs) Disaster, right? Kind of a, a huge mess when there are lots of other things going on. Especially
1: coming off the disaster that was that House Speaker 16 votes, absolute Republican Party looking ridiculous on the house side now this is a you know no one's talking about that anymore
0: no that's they're only talking news. about this that's old right? news. Yeah, yeah 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 they are they are absolutely um what else with with president biden there was also a story um i i don't know if it was by a former i i need to find out exactly who the person was that leaked this story but essentially he was like traveling with you know how they obviously have that um kind of football briefcase which has all the nuclear codes. Biden was reportedly asking for it to be you know carried way behind him because he didn't want to be seen as having like too many secret service cars and too he wanted to seem more down to earth. Um I don't know that that's anything aside from a report but it's yeah, just I'm
1: not sure I'm not sure that's much uh I mean yeah, allegedly Trump, you know, Almost got in a fight with a Secret Service yeah, agent
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> in his car. So you know, I don't. I don't think that's a big deal. You know, I. I think this year is going to be very interesting politically. You're obviously going to set up who's going to run for president. Uh, does Biden continue to, from my standpoint, clearly struggling on communication issues? Uh, does the get in what does that look like uh and does the house get anything done but you know they seem you know preoccupied with you know ridiculous investigations passing crazy laws uh did you see the missouri republican uh i believe so it must be the state senate or state legislator legislative uh arm saying that uh, women have to cover their arms. So women. What? So, yeah. So the headline was, or or the story is that they passed a a female, who I believe is the head of the the Republican side. They they said there was a dress code on the books forever. Women are not supposed to have their arms uncovered in the chamber. So they passed the resolution or made it, where they're actually going to enforce it now that women have to have a blazer over their arms. And and it was, there was, you know, it was a big, you know, uproar, you know, obviously on Twitter, social media and, and so forth. Uh, but it was interesting because, you know, there are a lot of professions that have dress codes, right? Sure. Yeah. Now it's clearly looks targeted toward women. Um, I do think you have to evolve with the times I think as long as you look professional you know there's you know right a lot of times you take your your blazer off and your arms are showing as a female depending on what kind of blouse you have on or dress or whatever so I think they have to keep up with the times uh but there was a lot of outrage about it um you know a lot of people are saying well oh Republicans care with care with they're telling women what to wear but they don't want when the mass issue and all these other things, right? Yeah. So it was kind of uh, just a sidebar story on how how idiotic sometimes the Republicans can get with these these rules.
0: Yeah, some uh, of the things, absolutely. What else on a political? I mean, I know there's a lot going so on the, in sports. The, the, there's a lot interesting
1: thing on in DC. Uh, so DC, uh, the DC Council has rewritten the uh crime code the criminal code okay uh in i mean and i don't have the date for it, but it's been a long 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 time since the criminal code has been uh redrafted in dc so it was in need of that to keep up with the times it absolutely was mayor Bowser said so and and the council obviously but the 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 the, the bill or or the or the the piece of legislation that based on the crime bill being reformed, uh, was very progressive in nature. According to many, okay. including the mayor, including the Washington Post editorial board and others, that uh, it, it you know reduced mandatory, or basically eliminated mandatory sentencing, except for murder. Uh, it reduced some uh, misdemeanor and low-level crime charges, uh, made him more you know, finable than you know, prosec- you know being prosecuted. And the mayor came out very harshly against the council and said, now's not the time. We're trying to recover, we're post COVID, crime rates are up, uh, and you can't just kind of fine away some of these these low level crimes or, or uh, not prosecute some of these crimes. Not, you know, get rid of mandatory sentencing. And um, so she vetoed the bill. She vetoed the bill and um, the council overrode her veto 12 to 1, I believe was. So we'll see. Now it goes to Congress because obviously they have oversight of, of the D.C stuff they have 60 days to act on it most likely they won't katie barlow our chief legal correspondent said most likely you know the house chambers in, in in uh you know chaos they probably will just let it sit for the 60 days and then it'll it'll become so we'll see it's it's it was it wasn't received well by many especially those who are pro you know the police unions came out very harshly against it as did the, you know, the, the, the Metro PD, uh, executives, uh, but you know, we'll see another, it's, you know. I guess
0: I'm always curious, like it would be interesting to ask the DC city council. And I know you have some of them, um, on Fox five regularly, but I'm like, where do they, I guess I would ask where are these progressive policies working? Like where, you know, because sometimes these things are experimental or whatever, but, Where are they working? Because in every major city across the country, right, we've had huge crime insurgents. And a lot of that has been from, you know, getting rid of um, no cash bails, no longer prosecuting for um, shoplifting, you know, petty crimes, graffiti. I mean, and so I guess- I think they-
1: Where do they think think it's working? Well, I I just, you know, I listened to some of them now I haven't read all every single page of of, of, of the of the criminal code to, to be to sure. be candid. Uh, but in listening to some of the counsel when they were talking about it and going through it, they fundamentally believe that they should spend their efforts on prosecuting, you know, violent crimes, uh that some of these uh, you know, petty theft, retail, uh, you know, robberies, and 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 uh, and so forth. Uh, sh- either shouldn't be prosecuted. There shouldn't be mandatory sentences. Uh, and they feel that the time spent on those actually makes the city less safe. But to your point, I'm not sure where that has worked, right? Or you know. Yeah to me it, it appears to me that allowing some of those you know so called you know retail crimes property damage type crimes uh you know petty petty theft crimes uh have led to have been maybe a gateway to to more violent crimes and carjackings and 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 armed robberies and 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 so forth so I, you know
0: I know to your point to
1: point to where it's worked right
0: yeah po- point to where it's working point to um you know where has it where has not prosecuting those things helped prosecute violent crimes like because it doesn't it seems like they kind of go hand in hand in the sense like they get rid of these policies these tough on crime policies and just crime increases across the board everywhere from Robberies, violent. crime. So I don't know. I, I would love to interview one of the council members because it's like, what research? Like, what? Where has so, it? You know, the
1: other the other thing with this, and it's not just big cities. So you know, we're in Bethesda, Maryland, which is obviously a suburb of DC. For those of you who who don't know, very affluent for the most part, right?
0: Very, yeah.
1: Re- you know, rel- relatively affluent. You know, expensive real estate, and the crime has just gone up and up and up. Carjackings, retail uh, crime, uh, armed robberies. If these counties that you know are adjacent to big cities don't get their act together, you know, we cover these stories on Fox Five. There, there is understaffed police departments in Montgomery County and other other surrounding counties. Um, <clears throat> they have to take it more seriously you know whether that's more cameras on the street more more harsh harsh penalties uh I think it has but- to
0: do with that yeah because I mean I think the police are like they're these people are not getting prosecuted or they're getting prosecuted very slowly or they're back out I mean it- sorry I'm still not sure about
1: <laughs> sorry, oh, my, no my watch is going up
0: yeah <clears throat> It's uh, uh, I mean no, I'm sure I, it's not it's not just one thing right but I mean it, it's many things but you know you hear everywhere police nobody wants to be a cop anymore I mean you know, you know. the other
1: thing is the other thing's perception and I think the mayor of DC mayor Bowser, is 100% correct on this you know you have a city that was hurt and continues to be hurt by <laughs> the lack of return to office by the federal government and other businesses in DC you have a city that uh needs people from the surrounding counties to get back to the city and when you hear on the news that the 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 criminal code criminal reform whatever you want to call it uh appears to be more progressive in nature and more uh, lenient in terms of prosecuting or mandatory sentences People people are already hesitant to come back to the city to go to dinner or to go to something else at night. And I I think that just makes it worse. It, it continues, you know. I have a lot of a pe- lot of friends who used to go to the city all the time for dinner, concerts.
0: Yeah. I mean and, it's sad. And, to and see. they don't anymore.
1: I, a good friend of mine, you know, big Caps fan. He says, you know what, he won't take his kid anymore, young kid, to a cats game at night. He'll only go to like early evening games, weekend games if they play during the day. Um, you know, or he'll leave, you know, earlier. So I th- I think there's more of that than, than, than you think, right? And um
0: I know it's it's I mean, crime is cyclical, it's sad to see. I mean you know, eight years ago in the district. I mean, it was just so vibrant. Everybody wanted to live there, buy condos there, businesses. Um, it was very safe. Um, You know, I think they had some of the lowest crime, you know, in the in that time. So it's sad to see it kind I of- I mean, a lot of
1: cities struggle through COVID. You know, when there's less people commuting, when there's less witnesses, when there's less, you know, there's safety in numbers, right? right. So when you have a crowded subway train, a crowded metro- Subway in New York, Metro here in D.C. When you have, you know, when you have crowded streets, restaurants are packed at night, and I'm not just talking Friday or Saturday. I'm talking about on a Tuesday or you know Monday night. Sure, there's just less crime. There's less crime, and also pre-COVID, you know, your staffing in most police departments was relatively okay. Then you went through that whole. Uh, you know, defund the police movement. Now, most police forces didn't actually defund the police. Maybe they moved resources to other things, and 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 were reactive to some of that narrative. But I do think it hurt morale. It hurt um, just you know the the, yeah. the perception of being a police officer was, was this diminished for sure, and. Um, a lot of people retired. a lot of people took their, their buyouts and, and left and you know it's easy to say as i've said this before it's easy to say as a politician oh we're going to increase 300 we're going to hire 300 new officers from where
0: right from where yeah i know no one yeah yeah it's very where very are you getting them where yeah they're not
1: <laughs> they're, not. They're,
0: they're not. not they're not they're not yeah, they're not
1: they're you not know, we we've heard and again I, this is you know not confirmed but we heard on many nights, so we're district two in Montgomery County. We've heard on many nights there's only two offers for the entire district.
0: Two officers. in Montgomery County? wait.
1: Well, Where, in our district.
0: In your district so the, of Montgomery Bethesda, County.
1: Bethesda. And again, I don't know the geographic size of that, but it's even if it's just Bethesda, two officers.
0: Um, that's wild. For an yeah. affluent area like that?
1: Two. Two. Two cars.
0: Ah, uh, that's like shocking. Um, no, obviously, if
1: there was something major, other, you know, call from people. other districts, yeah. they would come. But that—that's where you're at on some nights.
0: That's wild. And you're going to
1: feel safe. You're going to feel safe. So no, I mean, I know.
0: they I. Cities, we've talked about cities across the country have major, major issues. And um, I, I don't know what the, it doesn't seem like there's a clear path or, uh, you know, good for Mayor Bowser. Obviously we've criticized her at times on this podcast, but good for her for, you know, standing up to it. And we'll see like She's, here in I've, LA. I've always,
1: you know, I, I've i always said, going even back to the George Floyd uh, situation and following that, I should say, she was very supportive of at the time Chief Newsham and her Metro PD, and she was very direct, saying, "Yes, there's always could be reform, there's always improvement opportunities for for police to be to be better, better police officers, uh, more community involvement, uh, more training, but she knows." that without a safe city you don't have a city yeah you just don't and she always recognized that so i give her credit for that and um and i think that's why she was you know reelected for, for a third term and um and she did the right thing in vetoing this bill and you know hopefully uh, you know our reporting and she's come out and said that she is going to submit some recommended changes Hopefully, hoping that the council at least embraces some of them and 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 relooks at some of them. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. But um, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, a couple right. of quick sports things. Demar yeah. Hamlin, obviously, he's back. He was going to go to the game, I believe, over the weekend. Chose not to. Maybe just to not get caught up in all the excitement and and you know maybe it was just too much on him. But that's great news. So we can move on from that story at this point, uh, <laughs> right? I mean, okay, enough. He's fine. Great. Love it. Uh, you know, great story. Inspirational. I'm rooting for the Bills to to go to the Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, so hopefully, you know, that continues to inspire them and and, and we go from there. Uh, commanders look like, you know, reports are- What's going they're on? Gonna be, they're going to be sold in March. God. You're, what? What? Five and a half billion dollars. Wait, when yeah. did this
0: report drop?
1: Uh, yesterday, they're saying it's pretty much a done deal. <gasps> to who? To who? <laughs> who are the rumored owners? Uh, I, hold on. A DC businessman by the name of—I should know this off the top of my head. Uh, get out! It, get
0: out! This is a let. Josh.
1: Is a- Josh Harris.
0: Never heard of him, uh, but uh, go Josh. Very, very
1: a very, very wealthy uh okay. DC businessman. Uh,
0: uh, okay, Josh.
1: He okay. Uh,
0: I don't know him.
1: So, so the guy who purchased Chelsea, F C okay. he's out. Todd, I think you pronounce it Boldy, B O E H L Y. Okay. So he was in the mix. He's pulled out. Uh, it looks like the sale is going to be about $6 billion, give or take. Bezos, they say, is out.
0: Um, oh, interesting. I wonder why. Um...
1: Josh Harris owns the Philadelphia 76ers and the New Jersey Devils and was interested in purchasing the Denver Broncos last year. Yeah, so very wealthy businessman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Interesting, right? Interesting. Um he's,
1: he, he's a billionaire.
0: Well, they all are. They all are. I mean they, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you'd have yeah. to be. Yeah. Um yeah. wouldn't that, By wouldn't the way, that you know be what's wild? Like
1: even if you won the mega last if you won the mega last week. The one person. Oh, by the way, in my
0: home state of Maine. By the way, what, was it what was it? Was,
1: it re- one of your relatives? Not in Maine? that I
0: know of. It was in Lebanon, which is right on the border of New what Hampshire. You, what and, was it? What do you call your uncle? Gunkle. My gunkles. Yes, I wish it was my gunkles. Uh, did were, they win? No, no, my Maine gunkles did not. They would have. They would have
1: taken care of you.
0: No kidding. I know. Please, they would have been set. Yes. Set. Set.
1: <laughs> the Gonkles the would have been rich.
0: Exactly. I know.
1: Even if they won, I love one them. person. Mm-hmm. You couldn't even buy a sixth or eighth of the commanders. Think about that, because I believe after the cash payout was like seven hundred sixty million, so after taxes, what four eighty ish. So four hundred eighty million. That's a tenth of what the of the what the uh, commanders are going to go for. So wait, crazy. You, you... Think about that: six billion for a football team.
0: But isn't this? I mean, are you like taking this whole story? And I mean, this is shocking. You know, for years, no one yeah. ever thought. Dance I'm not going to change Idaho the name. Sell. I'm
1: not going to change the name. Change the name. I know. Not going to sell. Not. I, I think really financial pressure. I think. You know, at some point, even Schneider. Again, I I don't know him. I met him once for about six seconds. He grew up a fan. You bought the team. It hasn't turned out the way he had hoped. Obviously, haven't won really in thirty years. He gets criticized left and right, and rightly so. He got the investigations. The name change was a disaster. The team seems to not be able to do anything correct. They're not beloved anymore as they currently exist as the commanders. What do you own though? Like At some point don't you got to say, I got to sell. It's not fun. Like He doesn't own something fun anymore. He doesn't own what he had hoped he would own 25 years later or wherever, how long it's been, right? So at some point you're like time to move on time to move on and i think he's at that point right
0: you think he cares about that or do you think like all these rumblings of a criminal investigation and of course you know all the sexual harassment
1: if he if the team was winning and the team was if the team was winning i mean hypothetically let's say the team won two super Bowls in the last 10 years right okay criminal investigation not great he's a billionaire he's gonna be fine Right. I mean, unless it was something really bad, he's going to be fine. Right. Uh, But at this point, like you're hated as an individual. I know. Yeah. team, the team has lost its core. You know, following the current young generation has no interest in rooting for the commanders. They're just a blah stadium stinks. The team stinks. The name stinks. Front office. Ugh. They can't even put a thing for Sean Taylor. They can't even do that correctly. Yeah, so, it's a
0: lot been added it's up. It's just
1: like, you know, you know how you just get to a point like, ugh. I got to sell this dumpster fire. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and let's ho- let's hope the new owner makes it something, right? Well, and
0: I think you said it on this podcast, I don't know when, but, you know, I, I think, too, one of the big things is uh, he, under Dan Snyder, they're never going to give him a new stadium, probably in any, you know, DC, That's the other point, too. You know, for, because, to your point, you know, he has such this image, and, you know, some of it brought on by himself, this, this sexual harassment stuff, the investigation with the NFL – You know, they weren't ever going to give him a new stadium. So, I mean, I think eventually he's probably seen the writing on the wall. That's a
1: good point, too. I forgot about that. That's actually a great point. So, throw that into the mix where he thought he was going to get this great stadium in Virginia or somewhere else and leverage the three, the tri-DMV area against each other. That hasn't worked. Um, So, maybe Josh Harris comes in and, yes, then they become a new owner. Like, the sky, they immediately become more attractive to the district, to Maryland, and to Virginia. Immediately. They become more attractive to advertisers. They become more attractive to, from a community and maybe fan base standpoint. So, um,
0: yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it'd be interesting. Um, all right. What other things? Really and quick- it sounds
1: like if you if he owns the Sixers and he owns the Devils and he's a billionaire,
0: yeah, he's sort of he's already an owner.
1: It'll probably go through pretty quick. I'm, I'm guessing, right? It's yeah. not like he's some outlier coming in from never owned a f- sports franchise or you know some sort of unknown you know group or person, right?
0: Um. What other sports? You know, big wild card weekend. Was there anything you were surprised about? Any- no, it was
1: just a fun weekend. I thought, um, you know, you know, the collapse by the, the the Chargers, your LA Chargers, former San Diego Chargers, Crazy. who really don't have a fan base in LA. Uh, that was a you know twenty seven nothing. They lost to the Jags. Uh, Giants look great. Giants eagles Saturday night on Fox. Niners Cowboys finally won a playoff game. Looked good doing so. Brady Tom Brady looking old. Where oh. does he go anywhere? Does he go to my radius? I don't know.
0: Oh, he'll That's be back. Rumor. Yeah, he'll be back, I don't think.
1: you think? Yeah, he needs, yes, but he did look old. Uh, he doesn't care. Well, the team should care. Whatever team gets him should <laughs> care. They might,
0: they might, but he, doesn't. He, he
1: needs to be surrounded by really good players now. He's still good enough. He threw what 70 passes in the game, he had. You know, I think he threw for more yards this year than in, in in many of his years. If not, you know, I think he led the league in yards passing this year, and they still only won eight games. So he needs to be – he has to have a running game, good defense, very good receivers, a really good tight end. You know, losing Gronk really hurt them, right? You know, the Tom needs that – outlet pass where he could just dump it off to his tight end or the tight end could do a hook pattern, a small cornerback or linebacker can't get around, picks up six yards, picks up the first down, keeps the ball moving. You know, Tom missed that this year. Uh, um, A lot of coaching, you know, vacancies up for grabs. So okay. we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, yeah. So it should be a good weekend. This is my favorite weekend. Wildcard weekend's great, but I really like – the divisional the two game Saturday two game Sunday uh, still not drinking by the way i
0: was going to ask if i wanted an update okay yeah 20,
1: wow. 20 freaking days sarah so i think that i think this is the longest i've gone without alcoholic drink and maybe since i was 16 years old wow. i don't know
0: good for you years old. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, yes, maybe imagine. a little, maybe a little older than that. Maybe <laughs> seventeen or uh, twenty days.
0: Wow, how are you feeling? By the way, because you said you know you were feeling getting to the point you were feeling really good, and it almost might be a yeah. tipping point where you would continue into February. What are you? I am, I,
1: I'm so i I do feel, I do feel really good. Uh, you know, again, I told you I came back from Savannah. I got on the scale. It wasn't pretty. Uh, so <laughs> from that. From that morning, I've lost thirteen ish. Wow! Uh, I would say it's really more like eight or nine because that was just you know, yeah. You,
0: know, you had a the good things time. I ate, yeah, <laughs>
1: the things I ate the day before were still sitting in there, right on the on the scale. Uh, so yeah, I mean, doing the do fasting, trying to eat right, and uh, so I am going to continue it into February. I will drink in Fab. but moderation. Uh, you know, my son's birthday is in, in Feb. So we're going to go out for that. Uh, I'll partake in, in some there. And then I am going to the Super Bowl this year. So certainly we'll have to but, uh, but definitely throughout the rest of Feb, I'm going to be very, very smart about it and get into March and see where we're at. But, uh, wow.
0: Yeah. All right. Patrick Poundley. But I, get,
1: I get obsessed with these things. Like, you know, it, you know, once you get through those first two to three weeks, like you start seeing some weight drop. Um, now I'm like,
0: now you're in obsessed. it. Yeah. Yes. Now
1: I'm counting like lifesaver calories. Like it's just like, you know, you know, the salt have calories. I'm asking myself. Like it's like you know, like I feel full after drinking water, and I'm like, oh, I just gained three pounds from from drinking <laughs> like you know, eighty six ounces of, of, of liquid. So uh, I love yeah. it.
0: Yeah. So um, how are
1: you do- everything else all right in LA?
0: Everything so is good. So you said you said
1: your, your, your your friends are moving to Florida because they they the taxes and
0: Yes. Well, you know, I think the dilemma we have right is we've waited a long time in life to buy a house. We know we're going to be in LA for a while. So we're we're really getting serious about thinking about becoming first-time homeowners but you know it's hard because you hear opinions from all kinds of different people I have friends that lean fairly conservative they are selling their house here they do not like where LA County is headed it's hard to say I mean they're you know they they live in Florida they want to stay there they don't want a second home here um you know, they're older. They, so I don't know, you know, but it's like I, you talk to them and you're like, I don't know, is LA a horrible investment just, you know, because of um, taxes. And every, every time, you know, we do any major election this past one, right? I mean, now they just put another big tax on people that make over $5 million. a Yeah. I mean, they just continue to, like. I mean, I don't know. And people vote for it. That's the crazy part. So I, uh, you know, I like you you hear that and you're like oh i don't know is buying a home a good investment in cities like los I angeles think that
1: it's probably a good investment because it's still la it's still the weather it's still southern california um how are housing prices are they up down flat
0: they're down yeah i mean they're they're down but um and there's not a lot of inventory you know there's not a lot of homes going up for sale but
1: over but over like say last 10 years they're way up
0: right way i mean enormous because you know you can see on zillow right the increase a huge yeah massive so i don't know will they come down should we just chill you know but every time you sort of they say like oh they're gonna come down like they never really come down that much anymore or it's been years since they have you know so it's like
1: i mean interest rates are high right now we're relatively high um yeah, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. Right? I mean, you don't want to keep paying the rent. I do think buying is always a better investment. Because even if the house loses some value, you're paying in essence back to yourself rather than to a landlord. So, you know.
0: Yeah, so we're looking, we you know, I mean, the, we found this cute I mean, as long house. as you
1: as I would say this, if you think you're going to definitely be there five years.
0: Yes, we are. Then you buy. There you go that's okay that's a good uh
1: that's that's uh that's patrick pellini real estate expert financial expert medical expert political expert all right that's my uh thank you that's my take
0: okay well um then we're yeah because we've been like hemming and hawing they're 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 not big fans of of los angeles anymore so
1: kristen and i are getting uh you know flyers and 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 Uh, push, push notifications for like over 55, you know, retirement homes right down the street. I'm like, let's go, let's go.
0: (laughs) go. Sell all the shit,
1: sell the house. I could go down and play Bunko or some shit. Right. I mean, how awesome would that Would you
0: you, in Florida go
1: go down, go down in my like sweats and boxers and my, my Crocs. No way. Play, uh, play, play, uh, (laughs) canasta. (laughs)
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) That would be a sight. That would be a sight. Well, you'd certainly, and then you'd really be like unhinged on the podcast. That'd be excellent.
1: Oh, yeah. We'd have, yeah. I would love to be in a 55. uh, My little apartment.
0: (laughs) All right. We know his future. Uh, Patrick, where do people follow you?
1: Patrick, GM, Fox 5, DC. All
0: right. We'll see you next week. Bye, Sarah. Bye.